0: Hello, we are here. It's November, and we're still doing a rugby league podcast. How are you? As we get ready for state, of, get ready for State of Origin one. We get ready for the cup. We get ready for the election, the US election. It, 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 the sport just keeps getting better and better. Joel Kane, hello to you. Oh, hello. Oh, what a time! What a great time, Dan. Joel, it, it frightens me. You've been aroused for a week. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne Cup time gets you excited like in other words. Sean Ormerod, for the last time, for the last time from the Ormerod house, well, this is the last time. Can you bring the pillow up with you when you come back to New South Wales?
1: <laughs> I'll try and smuggle the pillow up with me, mate. Yeah, it is. Uh, we've got the green got the green light off Gladys last week to return next week, but I won't be back in the studio just yet. We've got to go to uh, home isolation for 14 days, would you believe? But it's uh, at least we'll be back in town.
0: That's very good. Uh, I had to get a COVID test to go to Adelaide. Right. Because we're filthy New South Wales yeah. people, job, but you didn't have to get one. So my area is dirty and yours is... No, nah, clean. Apparently clean. How many clean. COVID tests have you had? I've had exactly... <whistles> oh, you've done well. What about you, Sean?
1: Yeah, I've had uh, none so far, but we've got to get two on uh, when we when we head back up. Day two and day ten, we've got to get the swab done, which I'm not looking forward to. I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a girl when it comes to any sort of injections or uh, stuff like that. So we'll see how we go. Your,
0: your eyes will water for two seconds, Sean, if it's done right, and then that's it. But I've got to get one in Adelaide. You, so this is, what's wrong? I have to get off the plane, get one in Adelaide, go straight to this uh, place at um, at Adelaide Airport, right, and get a rapid fire test. Well, so you get it back immediately. Well, in, within an hour. So you've got to, I've got to... You have to hang around for the result. No, the instruction is... How ridiculous is this? So I could, have, I could bring COVID with me, but their instruction is, um, where are, you've got to keep your mask on at all times, fine. You've got to go straight to your hotel and don't move until you get a result. Well, how can they... That's fine, but how are they going to be able... Where's the jurisdiction on that? How can they be sure that I'm actually going to behave? So you got that to look forward to, Sean. So maybe he yeah, will stay there for a great. couple of weeks. Um, first weekend without footy, but um, we have got plenty to talk about. Uh, th- th- the first question on here is, what, what was your first weekend like? Well, the first weekend was great, Joel, because we had bloody races. Yeah. It's bloody easy when uh, you've got Group 1 races. Okay, di- now, you probably watch Sky, so it's probably a redundant question. But did you find you watched 7 or 10? Seven had the golden eagle. This mm. is a question for the general public, and ten had the cup. And um, I've worked out why the ten coverage doesn't rate. Do you want? Do you want my theory? Yep, love your theory. So seven mastered the art of doing having the, the sporting element, the races, and then throwing off to the Lavazza ten or whatever. But it always felt separate to the actual racing portion, right? Yes. So when they went to, you know, insert person here doing. Bad interview. Well, <laughs> oh, it is. It's terrible tele. It's awful television. But it's sponsored, and the reason they do it is because it's sponsored. That that's the stuff that pays for the broadcast. Right. Right. Having Lexus and Lavazza and BM- and all, all these all these people at Meyer, Right. That's the stuff that pays for the broadcast. But 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 as I said, seven mastered the art when Bruce threw to it. You knew they at the desk. Friedman and Kumani and Marshall and and Bruce. They weren't even watching that. Yeah. That was like an infomercial for five minutes. But the problem with 10 is that the whole thing, feel, it all feels like it's the pro, the projectification of racing. And it just feels like a giant ad for C-grade celebrities. Right. The whole thing. Right. I don't feel like, even though Peter Moody's on it and he's very good uh, and a couple of others, I don't feel like it's a racing broadcast. I feel like this is a celebrity five-hour uh bullshit a thorn <laughs> with some races thrown in no honestly i do I, I, and i think that's why 7 i mean it, it is ridiculous that the golden eagle a made up race mm. right a made up race to give seven, to give uh, uh, victorian racing the shits out has now for the second year in a row outrated Derby Day. Yeah. What people call the best day of racing in the year. So there you go. That's my that's my television expertise. I've been in television for exactly yeah. a year. Uh, so I feel like I can uh, I can push that upon people, why
2: people don't like the 10 coverage. I just want to congratulate the punners who at the start of the year on this podcast took the uh, unders. Uh, we had the line set at the start of the year for under- uh, Mid November for Bullshitathon to be called out in this particular <laughs> podcast. So you've just snuck in, but well done to the punters there. You can, by the way, view the the races uh, via yes. your Sportsbet app. So that's an easy. You way know, to look I was at, at
0: the, so I was at the club with my dad the other day on the Saturday, yeah. and we're at, it was Bexley RSL, wonderful club. But the problem is, you go outside to have a chuff, <laughs> they don't have Sky Channel, so I had to get my phone. I had to get my phone. And put it up on the thing, and we had Sportsbet, Sky yeah. Channel, and it was wonderful. Yep. And the old bloke's they were good. going, and they were going, how good does that TV look? Yep. And it was like four seconds behind. So there you go. See, so it'll save you. It'll save you. And I've <laughs> so noticed... You, you can
2: get it right now. Oh, and, there
0: you go. And I've noticed... I've noticed that New Zealand races or something. Yeah. I've noticed some accounts, some, some companies have to force you to have money in your account to be able to watch the races right you have to have money in your balance well not with sports bet because i i, I put all my bets on early in the day so i have nothing you know
2: yeah you'll zero, to get.
0: that's exactly right but i can watch the races on sports bet see that's the sports bet difference <laughs> uh anyway let's do this now i've already kind of shot bambi by uh well, I'll never get a job at Channel ten, will I? Uh but um, I just I'm, I'm here to give tips. Uh so I, I've already effectively had mine. I'll have another one. But Sean Ormerod, you can you can kick us off today.
1: Yeah, nice, quick and easy one for me. you all would have saw the um the feel good story of, of the year with Dennis Pagan training the uh the derby winner. Yes. But- a big well, big well done to the to the stewards there on Saturday, who felt it necessary to give his good mate and his mentor in, in training Troy Corsons a fine, a thousand dollar fine for hugging Dennis when Johnny got angry, uh, so, uh, crossed the line there and saluted for a Derby win. They, they somehow managed to piss on the on the greatest story of the year uh, for racing. So well, well done to the to the COVID stewards there and all the all the ex um, parking ticket inspectors who are now COVID marshals just for ruining that day there. Well done.
2: Yeah, well done. Hey, Cole Mourner, for the benefit of the rugby league fans who don't follow the AFL, right? Dennis Mm. Pagan coming out in his first six months being a trainer, winning the derby. That's
0: the part I couldn't get over. He's doing it. He's done it for six months. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It does help that he owns a horse. Mm. You can choose a trainer you like. However, look, amazing achievement. Shawnee, Dennis Pagan, as far as a coach is concerned, is the equivalent of who in the rugby league Oh, So
1: he was, the, he was the coach of the 90s, effectively. The, he coached uh, my, my team, North Melbourne Kangaroos, all through the 90s, and they were they were the, the biggest team. He coached two, two premierships. So it's probably a little bit before my rugby league time, to be honest, but that's the sort of the vein. And he's held in very, very high esteem. Tim um, Sheens? In the, yeah, someone like that. Like a re- really, really established coach. He coached like 200-odd games or more, actually, um, two premierships. He mm. um, was a little bit old school, a little bit, Bit of a different thinker, um, as you, you probably saw in, in a few of his comments post race. But um, he's, a, he's a he's like dead set legend of the of the up there because down
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he said this is ten times better than winning a grand final. I mean, amazing, <laughs> yeah. but no, for, but for someone to have their greatest achievement at that advance, he'd be he'd be in his seventies, wouldn't he? Yeah. Or would be in his late 60s would yeah. Be, yeah, I'd love that. That like that, and yet. He's, you know, he's not living in the past. Joel Kane.
2: Yeah, um, so you may or may, probably haven't seen this, but you'll recall the race between Lee Ryan and Martin Afire. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes, Ryan cheated. Yes, so he's since come out. He's allegedly been accused of cheating. Well, he's since come out in this year on Martin Afire's podcast and conceded to the fact he cheated. Now, what he did was <laughs> his trainer was the one with the gun, and he said, look, when I hold the gun up, Counter X and you go because he was renownedly Oden Ryan for being a poor starter. Yeah, so he felt that if he could nail the start, he was a chance of beating Martin to Fire. So what he did, they did that plan worked to perfection. He jumped out about a meter in front, and to his credit, he maintained that margin for basically the bulk no, of the No, I race. have
0: issues with the way he maintained that margin. He, stayed, he went outside his lane. If that was a horse race, he would have been DQ'd. Cause well, there he, you go.
2: He jumped across and, Pro- fr- and, blo- <laughs> and blocked our fire off. Yeah. Oh, this is a disgrace. <laughs> yeah, but, but to his credit, he's come out and he's conceded defeat and he's taken guilt and he has accepted oh, the fact that he cheated.
0: 28 years later.
2: That's right. Did, okay. Did
0: he get another contract out of it?
2: I don't know. Oh,
0: mate, you're defending him.
2: You're defending Lee I'm not defending him. I'm setting up my baby. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got excited. What I'm sharing with you people at home, right? <laughs> you, What's the date today, Dan? Uh, uh, the 2nd the second second of November. November, right? This is what I'm calling for, right? I have met so many people late October who have got a little bit of growth, right? And you know why they're doing that? Because they're doing a Lee Ryan into November. If you're one of those people, don't be like Lee. Don't harbour this guilt for all this time. Yeah, you may win your little Movember competition, but you cheated. So if you're one of those people, get to a mirror now, get to the bathroom, get the razor out and give yourself a two-day penalty because it's just not right, Dan. You'll live with it and you'll regret it.
1: <laughs> wow! Wow! You mentioned he was angry off air. Yeah, he's, yeah. Very he, angry
0: he's to been much. very oh, terse. What do
2: you think about very that?
0: Testy. I never even considered. <laughs> the only thing I've considered with November is that blokes do it. They grow a growth, and I'm not. I'm, and it's a wonderful organisation. I'm just growing because it's the end of football season. I don't have to shave. Um, uh, so, so I'm exempt from this conversation, but. Um, no, it was the using November as an excuse. So people that normally don't grow it, they they let it grow a bit, mm. uh, and then under the guise of well, it's November. Nah, yeah. so they're sort of a they're using it. Uh, they're getting they're getting away with a beard or getting away with a mm. quote, but also sort of tying in a charity which yeah. they're not supporting. But leveraging uh, Dan that leveraging yep. excellent word. That's why you're on AM radio <laughs> with words <laughs> with vocabulary <laughs> like that. I have completely turned around on Halloween. I'm not really supporting it, but here's the thing about Halloween. It is the easiest thing in the world to bag it. Oh, the Americanization of society. Oh, what does Halloween even mean? What are we dressing up? It puts a smile on kids' faces. Hmm. That's all. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what? It, it puts us, it, it, they have fun, they enjoy it, let them enjoy it. Okay?
2: That's it. That, that, that's Okay, question then. Question, quick question. I do agree with the fun part of it. I do agree with the dressing up with it. But I think we've come to a time where you don't need to be knocking on strangers' doors. Do you think we need to be doing that? It's part of Halloween, as long as you've got your parents with you. Do you live on a floor? No, I'm... I, I, okay, I so you, you don't get any knocks, do you? No. No, I, I don't love that concept. And in the world we're in, oh, I think it's going to one day fall over badly. You
0: live, you live in what people sometimes refer to as a community. And I, I thought you were a leader of your community, Joel, <laughs> no. and you were sort of the Pied Piper. No.
2: But now you're telling the kids to piss off. No. I, you know what I, I will support is families getting together and knocking on each other's houses. That's fair enough. But Oh, God. I, I oh, oh, don't let's all, to knock I'll, on strangers' things.
0: Let's all am strangers' Sing songs.
1: I'm largely in support of, of, of both your comments, but I draw the line at if, if you're an adult, even if you're a parent, you're not dressing up and you're not putting any oh, face paint on. Mate, if, you, you, if you're what, carrying, on, no, you no, people? no,
0: you're doing it to make your no. kids happy. I don't even have kids, let, when I'm supporting Halloween. Let the
1: kids, <coughs> then let the kids do it, and they can have their fun. Don't put a face mask on when you're forty 40 years old. I mean, <laughs> come
2: on. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Coleman.
0: Well, okay, what is your stance on Christmas party dress ups,
2: Sean? <laughs> Uh, I don't really have it. <laughs> it's on uh, Christmas
1: party dress ups. What are they? What do you put the put the stupid jet, well, the stupid sometimes jumper you,
0: on? It, there'll be a theme. No, there'll be a theme. Yeah. God, you've never worked in an office, have you, Sean? Outside of sports bet. <laughs> sometimes there'll be a theme. <laughs> it's no, an eighties theme, or a, well, basically all the women will come dressed as nurses and uh, uh, leverage. <laughs> Le- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 it doesn't matter. But you know, or it might be a country theme, or it might be I don't know. A, Movies, theme. yeah, I, I like Indiana. them. They're, Jones they're, they're good theme.
2: fun. I, I, I was, exactly. growing up, I didn't love dress ups, but I, I've come on board. I they are good fun, and,
0: and for people with no personalities, it's the great icebreaker. It's yes. great at work functions. You've you've seen that girl, you've for nine months you thought I'd love it. Now you've got some common ground, yes, I'm with it. I mean, that's in. my theory about anytime you see a bloke at the races in a bright orange suit, no personality. Yeah. That's his icebreaker. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh yeah, I've said that for years. It's always one of those, isn't it? Oh
0: wait, What is does it mate? It could be a nothing race meeting on a Saturday at uh, Rosehill. Yeah, on, on on in June. Yep. And Someone's got be, to own that role, be don't they? Some bloke in a bright pink or orange or yellow suit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> All right.
0: Where where we? Oh no, I ha- I, th- th- I had a genuine one. I had a genuine one, uh, my genuine Bambi. So we lost Sean Connery uh, over you know, last night, and and some personal issues there with Sean and his beliefs on domestic violence and said things. But I'm leaving that aside. The man was ninety, but when he died, ninety, yeah, ninety, was he? P you know, any time anything negative happens this year, it's 2020 can get in the bin. Oh, this is the worst year ever. <laughs> Sean Connery was 90. He was going to drop off soon. Like, just because he died this year, it's not – doesn't mean 2020. That's not the reason 2020 is the worst year in his – it's a shocking year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not everything can be,
2: oh, typical for 2020. 2020 can go away. So, Come therefore, on. we're expecting if 2021 is rid of COVID, then nothing should happen, should it, in 2021? Exactly. That's
0: what you're saying. That's exactly. There's yeah. no such thing as a circle of life. No. There's no such thing no. as, you know, the – Anyway, that's it. We have got a game to talk about. Origin One. Is it just me, Joel? Uh, there's no hype. I- I'm finding it really hard to find. Uh, you know, the amount of publicity. It- it- it's-, it's it's getting plenty of space in the paper. You watch the six o'clock news, and there's the feature stories that you would see in June and July for Origin. I don't know. Maybe it's just I get the sense
2: we're a little fatigued and this is not going <clears> to <throat> quite be as big as as, as a June-July series. Yeah, I feel that way too. But I think what we've got to do as a game is not measure the success or lack of success, if that is to be the case, of post-Rugby uh, League season... Uh, State of Origin because it's not really this is so late see players have been some of these players have been training for Mm -hmm. 12 months yes they've been up for 12 months so if you do do it post the regular season it's going to be a lot earlier so I I, I wouldn't be measuring it just on this but but you know what once we get past Melbourne Cup people will be a bit tired and emotional some people come Wednesday and they'll look for nothing more than watching State of Origin and it will be big Mm.
0: oh it'll be big but here's the problem Here's the problem. It's going to be. You're saying it's, you know, don't measure it. The fact that it's what post. It's going to be. I don't think it's. It is going to be measured against the June July series, and and I don't think it'll rate anywhere near as well because a lot of people, I think, even if it, if the same amount of eyeballs are on the series, mm-hmm. right. A lot of people, it, it is November, the weather's nice, they're going to be out and about. Remember we were deprived, yep. not, nothing like you know, Sean's world, but we were deprived of, of, of communal events. So the idea of going out to the pub, going out to the club and watching Origin, having a food, that's going to be appealing to a lot of people. Yes. Daylight savings as well. So I do fear this will be our one and only Origin series for all of those factors. I
2: haven't given this great consideration, but what do you think about this, right? A- and... It could be an easy, quick no. Could you have two games during the year and then following no. the grand final have a decider, if there was to be a decider? Could you do that?
1: That's a quick no for me. What needs to be in consecutive... Yep. It's got it. I think it has to be, yeah. Um, yeah, and, I, agree. And I And I agree. Like, it's it's just missing it's missing something at this time. I was really looking forward to it. It just meant that the, the footy season went for that little bit longer. But it is missing a bit of hype. And maybe with game one being in Adelaide... Might have something to do with that as well. There might not be the buzz around town, even though I'm, I'm out of the I'm out of the bubble, um, or whatever you want to call it. But it is missing something. I think you're right.
0: Mm. Um, you've got to have momentum, Joel. That's going to be interesting about the three-week thing. Mm. It is the three-week... Basically, three games in two weeks, really. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Is that going to build its momentum? Could do. yeah. Because I've I got a feeling it's going to go to a decider. Is it going to build its momentum? Or, or... Are we going to be fatigued? I don't think so. No, I think I think we're people of routine. I think actually we'll be – but it does need to go to a decider. Yeah. Otherwise, that third game, late Mm. November,
2: Yeah, I I, I totally agree with that. I I think that if you get going and it's not a blowout in the first game, Mm. because if it's a blowout in the first game, that'll sort of dampen it. But if it's a real good game first up, we're in. We're away. We've got two weeks to go. Yeah. All
0: right. Let's have a look at the odds, and you will see that the odds – are heavily stacked in favour of New South Wales. That's no surprise. In fact, I think Sean, that has just tweaked out a bit. The, on our screen, there are thirty seven New South Wales, $3.10 the Maroons. Ah, the money's actually pretty split.
1: Mm. Yeah, the Maroons were at three twenty five. I think a, a few days ago and they firmed it up um, ever so slightly. But Seeing a lot of support, um, you don't. Not every day you see a, a Queensland team that that price. I don't think people are scared to to back them. Interesting that the, I think they firmed up when um, Pappenhausen was ruled out, and there was still some doubt over uh, Teddy, but he's been declared fit and will play. So I'm surprised that it hasn't moved um, back out and even further. I think this might keep moving the way of the of the New South Wales
0: side. Okay, that's a very interesting line. Again, the sports bet gutless line of minus (laughs) 8.0. Come on, Sean, make it for 7.5 or 8.5, but 8.0. And that, to me, Joel, is a
2: very good line. That's a very good line. Yep, I'm uh, keen on Queensland. Uh, The reason I'm keen on Queensland, Dan, is that in the final series, we saw the results go. And as I mentioned earlier, we've had players who have been training for 12 months So, the results in the finals largely went to the teams who were better rested. Mm. Queensland are the better rested team. So, look, I I think the likes of Daly Cherry Evans come in fresh. Alexander Brimson come in fresh. And I'm expecting, and I hope this goes this way for the sake of the series, I'm expecting Queensland to go very, very close to winning this. And I was thinking to myself... This series or this first game? This first game. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I'm tipping the Blues to win the series because they're just such a winning culture. However... I think uh, down in Adelaide, well-rested team, yeah. Mal and Bennett coming back. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, how do you play this? Is 1-12 to 12 the bet? Because it's hard to see them really flogging New South Wales. Or maybe the tri-bets to go. Maybe that gives you a little shallow victory to New South I Wales like as
0: that. well. I like the tri-bet. Yeah, I
2: think I'm, I'll probably go that way, knowing that I've got sort of six points up my sleeve for Queensland. Uh,
0: the weather in Adelaide, Sean, uh, I'm just checking here. It is, oh, okay, this has changed. So Adelaide today, uh, what's today? Monday, twenty-eight degrees. Tuesday, thirty-two degrees. Wednesday, eighteen and forty percent chance of rain. Well, now that would change everything. It would stuff my lineup, my over. Because I I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of points in this game. But um, that's a fascinating weather forecast that has changed in the last couple of days. But um, uh, that's Joel's thoughts there. Queensland, maybe. Uh, Where are you thinking here?
1: yeah, no, I'm I'm going the other way. I I, I can't remember a, 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 such a disparity between two teams here at Origin level like this. This Queensland team, it's as it's as bad as I've ever seen it. Um, and there's a few um, questionable selections as well, which um, I can't really uh, get my head around. The, the the only when I look when I line them up next to each other, the only sort of advantage that Queensland have got anywhere is probably Papali, who's you know. Best forward in the in the mm-hmm. world at the moment, but you know New South Wales they're, they're not slackers either. So um, I, I just can't see where Queensland are going to get points from. To be honest, and New South Wales have got points all over all over the park. That uh, Queensland right edge um, of of Brent Lee and they're, they're going to be in for an absolute nightmare um, all night. He's he's chosen Jake Friend. I'm you know happy for Jake Friend that he's finally got his. Got his start. He's been low down the pecking order in that Queensland um, nine position for a long time and he gets his start, but it should have been Harry Grant if they were to have any chance of winning this game. And I think it I expect the line to to keep uh, moving towards New South Wales way and it might might hit double figures.
0: That's the way I'm loading. I had a feeling it was going to be Ben Hunt to be hooker, Joel, and mm-hmm. then Harry Grant off the bench. Oh, I got to say, I'm a little. I'm glad for Jake Friend because he he was denied a couple of times because of injury. Just got injuries at the worst times. Yeah, this is post Cam Smith. Um, but I got to I got to admit, I was uh, Ben Hunt has been fantastic in that hooking role for
2: Queensland. Yeah, I know absolutely. he's going to
0: chip in off the bench and probably do that. But um, I, I thought he might have gone for a bit more flair.
2: Yeah, they've gone for the same benches uh, with Hunt and Cody Walker. You've got that half uh, mm. back up there. They've got one front rower each and two, two uh, back rowers. But let me just go through this New South Wales side really briefly. So, Tedesco, uh, it's not being reported that he's super fit, is he? No, he's ca- he had he's, a, a battle injury to get. Him. He's carrying a niggly. Uh, how did you find Tupo's last game? Is he flying for I form? I don't remember. He had, he's had a good year. He had a very poor game in Did his he? last I can't, game. I can't remember. Uh, a Gutho's year. playing out of position. Yes. Uh, you could argue that Jack Whiten's playing out of position, but he's not a question mark. <laughs> you're he's talking high... yourself into this. No, no but, you're doing no, that. But for... Luke Keary. Luke Keary is. <laughs>
0: Do you watch those racing shows? Sorry, or whatever. And you, you've already done your tips, yeah. and you're watching Ron Duffasy and all of them. To justify you're you're just hoping he tips what you've tipped so you can feel
2: better about your tip. That's or, what I do. Or some tips as you're hoping that they they tip yours. Oh Yeah. Um oh, come on, name good it. Good morning eight. to you. No 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 name no, no, it no. It no no no. 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 Uh, look Luke look write a name Luke, down. Luke is, That's true. Luke Carey is so deserved of of being there, but I don't think his stocks are at their highest ever premium. Nathan Cleary's coming off a game that he would love to forget. So uh, you know what? I, I'm you know, Boyd Cordner has had a difficult year. He's not at it. He's absolute best. This is not a gimme putt for New South Wales. I'm so going to I, write I, I d- disagree
0: with the Colmore. I'm going to write down a name. All right. This is when I see this person's tips, I think, <sighs> okay. And, and <laughs>
2: oh no, I didn't think about him. No.
0: Okay. Very good. Okay. So you're giving Queensland a red hot chance. I am agnostic to the game in that I. <laughs> you make some excellent points, and Sean makes some excellent points, but that weather forecast has stuff me because i'm convinced it's going to be high scoring right for adelaide's a fast deck right it's 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 a it's a, a usually it's a cricket field it's a cricket field right and uh it's usually warm right it's mm. not going to be warm on wednesday maybe it will maybe the weather will hold off and we are in november we are with two teams that have not been together for long so defensively there could be some holes mm. uh and we have seen what is the theme of the last month of football,
2: mate? <coughs> oh, that's right, lots oh, points of points, th- yes,
0: lots of points. So, and I think you've got the best attacking players in the game uh, on show here. So, I can see, I can see this being a, a thirty to twenty-two type game uh, if the weather holds off. And the, the line, the over/under last I saw was forty-one and a half. The mm, that to me seems low, even for Origin.
2: That seems low. I will share this: the last two games, which mm. you could argue had uh, some kind of Origin about it, is Sydney versus Sydney Roosters versus Melbourne. It was 14-12, and it was nine eight night games at Adelaide over the last two. Nine games. eight
0: had bucketed down. Yeah,
2: low low base. Okay, low base, but but two low scoring affairs. Yeah, there was a 25-24 in Adelaide as well. Yeah, but I conveniently left that out. Dad, I know it you suit did. My st- stats. <laughs> <laughs> That's why whenever yes. you hear stats that says eight of the last nine happened here, yeah, we can guarantee what? the tenth one went the other That's way. That's
0: exactly right.
2: That's right. <laughs> can you stop giving away all our tricks? <laughs> We're going to talk about the
0: cup. We have got our same game multi for this game, and oh, the election. We're going to talk about that as well. Simon Marshall coming up next.
3: Oh, poetry in motion. The best place to catch an Origin same-game multi is Sportsbet. It's never been easier to find more markets, more offers and bigger odds. If it's a same-game multi, it's Sportsbet. All right, welcome back.
0: And uh, don't forget we're on next week and the week after as well. Not so much racing, more Origin 2 and 3, but lots of... Oh, wow. Hang on, on while the phone's ringing. Hello, broadcast. I was wondering... Hello, broadcast. How good's that? Yes. Yes. Number four scratched.
2: Thank you. <laughs> I love it. It's that. so true, isn't it's it? It's so compelling, though. Yeah, it's it great. Is so
0: compelling. Yeah. It's the worst <laughs> television yet. It, it That's is great. On, Simon Marshall, legendary jockey. Well, would you call Simon Marshall legendary
3: Mate, jockey? Yes, se- he seven, would. 17 Absolutely. time Group 1 winner. Absolutely. Hi, boys. Lovely to be on the Ooh. program. Seventeen group yeah, ones. Absolutely. That's 16 absolute. um, the seventeenth might have been off track. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually knew it was sixteen. I just wanted to see how you played it. And you played it quite honestly, unlike Leon Ryan many years ago against Martin of Fire. What's your favourite yeah. win? So we're going to
0: talk the Melbourne Cup and uh, your yeah. tips. And you're very very good on uh, – you've been very good on seven for years. And now on the – on the ra- are we allowed to pump up the racing.com yeah, show? Yeah, of course we are. are we are okay. Yeah, there yeah. yeah are. of course. He's very good on that get-on show. I've watched it the last few times with the flamboyant Jason Richardson and a couple of the other ones. Yeah, he's, he's a very, star. Very, and it's, you know, they make it entertaining. Yep. They actually make it entertaining. Yep. It's not the mo- a boring – you know, fest yep. like this show. They are <laughs> how to enter What is your? What was the favourite? Simon, of
3: your group one wins. Uh, oh, Bart Cummings always says uh, the first of uh, the first of everything's always memorable and the best. And I suppose it was uh, for me as a sixteen-year-old, eight months into my riding career on Derby Day, winning the uh, well, what is the Cantala now? The big Group One at Group One level. At uh, 16 years of age with the um with the old uh, better cut foot loose hairdo and the topex problem. I thought it was pretty good that day. <laughs> Sixteen.
2: Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah, you went and bought a brand new car, didn't you, Simon?
3: Uh yeah, went and bought a Honda Prelude. Uh, paid just done what to pay seventeen nine ninety dollars cash for it. So uh, I was going okay at the time for the L plates. How that? Mum was driving the old Commodore around and it was clipping up the K's. And uh, the old man said, every time you get a slingsung, put it in a jam jar, collect the jam jars and bury it in the garden because if the house burns down, you'll uh, save the cash. (laughs) And when you're ready, go and buy a car so your mother um, can ease up on the Commodore there. And (laughs) it was a Honda prelude. It had the pop-up lights. It had the uh, gold rims and it had the uh, sunroof, <laughs> yeah. and I was looking pretty good until I wiped it out on the uh, Monash Freeway three months uh, <laughs> Oh, <in Australia>. no. <laughs> I tell you what, we need
0: to get Simon on for a proper Absolutely. chat. Well, we, we, uh, halfway through the year, we, we during COVID, we did all these feature chats. Uh, we need to get Simon on because we can tell there's an hour there oh, yeah. immediately. Right, let's talk cup, gents. And everyone's got their system. Joel, you've put your system out there on the, on the net and, and uh, have been defending it vigorously. Uh, we'll get to Sean's in a moment. But, but, Simon, what are the key indicators when looking at a cup field of, of sort of eliminating horses and
3: pairing it down to a select few? You want horses that are in good form, obviously, and um, have been proven over a 2,400-metre staying trip and beyond. Um, then you've got to sort of match up the weights because we're talking about handicaps and you're talking about top weights here, Anthony Van Dyke at 58.5 and, and then you get down to the likes of the Tiger Moss that are in the market at the 52.5 and you've got 51 kilos with horses like Persan that are roughies. And got to, it's, it's a melting pot. You've got to sort of uh, combine all those together but then I don't like to overcomplicate it too much. Mm. I like horses that are in form at this time of the year. I like horses that are going to get a good run and uh, horses that are peaking for the race. I'm on uh, Anthony Van Dyke
2: at $61, Simon, so I'm happy enough with that. However... That's against your system. Yeah, because yeah, I put it on months ago. Yeah. But anyway, uh, where I land is, and I want you to either come with me or talk me out of it. Two years ago, Prince of Aaron runs third. Last year, it runs second, beating the bees, you know what. It had to back up from the Saturday, and Jamie Cargo's on board, barrier one. Is there any reason at all why I should be potting Prince of Arran, SD.
3: No, not at all. He draws the paint, draws one, shortest way home is the fence. Jamie Carroll will be coming home with bird poo on her left foot, hugging that rail. Um, he'll get a beautiful run on speed. He's probably going better than he was the two years prior of in him running into it, uh, Shug. So I wouldn't talk you out of it. He definitely goes into my first fours and multiples. Um, hard to squeeze them all in, though. All right. Where are you going to watch the race tomorrow, Simon? I'll be uh, out at headquarters at Flemington, bringing you all the latest and greatest uh, fluctuations. I'll be for <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Lovely. And give us those uh, those uh, top three again. You like um, Surprise 13. Baby.
3: Yes. Yep. Yep. 13 on, on top Surprise Baby. Anthony Van Dyke in. Got a whack in number seven. Very elegant. Yes. And I want to throw in 15 Russian Camelot and also 21 Tiger Moth. I think they've got so much upside. Those young horses—it's um, an intriguing race. It goes deep outside of that. So, good luck, everybody. All right. and thanks for having me, boys. Good Thank you, on you Simon. Nice, SD.
0: Beautiful. I've thanks, Steve. I got to give—he does a wonderful job for sportsperson Simon Marshall. Can I just—he so he gave multiple numbers there, and for years, that'd be too much, too too rich for our blood. I have got to say, I got to congratulate our competitors who many years ago went to the um, percentage system. Yeah. And and obviously, we follow, everyone's followed suit. That's changed everything. Yep. And that's the beauty on Sports Bet. On Saturday, I got Best Tote for exotics. Yeah. I jagged a Quinella. It paid $9.60 in New South Wales. It paid $14. I've looked in my account, $14 a unit.
2: Thank you, Lionsman. Thank, Thank you, you sports boys.
0: Bed. Thank <laughs> you, Sportsbet. <laughs> well, I know once I start, Joel he's not going to stop. So no,
1: I'll let's, be quick. Yeah, let's no, get no, the turn the turn the cold chair on in the uh, in the green room for sure to jump in after that.
0: He'll <laughs> need one. Is this the tipster you don't listen to? Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was that person. Yeah, I, I got to admit, I'm, I've, I've I'm, what's the opposite? I've cooled. Yeah, you've got to be tepid. Could be tepid. All right, Sean. How do you? How do, how do you? That was. I was thinking about that for half an hour. Who? Who's the tipster you don't respect? <laughs> I tell you who I do respect: Lizzie Jelfs. And and when she gives me a
2: tip that is what I've backed. Oh, geez, do I feel good? To answer, to answer that, you haven't revealed the name, but I, I like specialists. I like people who just know their patch and they zero in. They don't try and be everything yeah, to everyone. Anyway, coal miner, over to you.
1: Oh I, my system's very uh very straightforward, leave it to the experts. There's a couple of couple of lads on the training floor that are that are very, very good in their respective states. So whatever whatever they generally put up, I'm I'm happy more than happy to to have a some of my own on.
0: Okay. So with that in mind, what are they telling you, uh, Shauna?
1: Yeah, it was probably no surprise that that SD had surprise baby on top. That's the that's what I've heard um from the from the floor as well. 9 bucks. It's, it's obviously it's a Melbourne Cup so it, and a massive field, so it's obviously going to be a big price, but they've got that one on top and there is a few other um sort of pro punters, I suppose you call them on the on the socials that I tend to follow that that are really speaking up uh surprise baby's chances as well. So 9 bucks you can't really go wrong, can you?
0: I suppose it's with every any race, but particularly it becomes the fashionable tip. Like, surprise baby, I noticed on late Saturday was becoming the very fashionable tip. Yeah. All right, Joel, give us uh, yeah very uh, brief summation of how you've come to your decisions.
2: Okay, well, I've, I've probably I came up with this probably 10 years ago. Now, here are the three that I land on. By the way, Very Elegant is not in my system because it just cops a half a kilo penalty, but... It's not to say I'm all going to run top placing. Prince of Arran, I've got on top. Uh, are we going through my system here, Shayna, or are we just... Okay, really quickly, this is how we land. I'm not going to bore you to death, but here's how I do it. No, it's worth watching. He does yeah.
0: He does come up with more winners than the Yeah, well, the last
2: 22 years, 19 winners have fit this criteria, okay? So, 19 of the last 22, including last year's Quinella, uh, Prince of Arran and Val and Declare. So, here is the sugar files. If you like uh, 19 of the last 22, as I say, here's the rules... The rules are how to run in Australia prior to the Cup. It's first Melbourne Cup, or within three lengths of winning the cup last appearance, uh, either won or got within two lengths of its last handicap race. So we're not talking about Cox Plate. And if carrying fifty-five kilos, which very elegant was, copped the half a kilo penalty, it must be proven at three thousand meters, which Anthony Van Dyke does not qualify.
0: But it does look like a horse that's crying out. Possibly, yeah, yeah,
2: extra... that's that's right. And there's three exceptions which you saw there. Uh, Viewed, who beat Bauer, who did qualify, and that was beaten by the closest of margins. Well called by. Greg Miles, Rekindling, same thing with Johannes Vermeer, and then in 2018, which cross counter won, Prince of Aran, Finch, and Rostropovich finished third, fourth, and fifth, who all qualified. So I've got no reason to jump off it. Uh, prince of Aran is the one for me. I find it ironic that in 2015, Michelle Payne, Lady Jockey, won with a Prince. Yes. Prince of Penzance, five, five years later, the best jockey in Victoria at the moment. Jamie Carr, she wins with another Prince, being Prince of Aran, third two years ago, second last year. I think she goes one better or, or Jamie Carr goes one better with the great horse being Prince of Arran.
0: And those, so those for your multis there, the uh, sh-
2: uh, Miami Bound and what were the other ones? I should read them out for Miami, those who are listening Miami. to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Of so course. we've got Prince of Aran, Russian Camelot, Ash Run who qualified via the Lexus, who's a big chance, Persan, hey, and Jones. then you've got King of League Grants, Steel Prince, Miami Bound. There are seven of the 24 who qualify, but. Take my advice and please yourself. Well, the
0: last four of those seven would be at huge odds. Yeah, and we know with the Melbourne Cup, the favourites never run one, two, three. No, there is fine. always something which just bumps up the, uh, bumps up the market. Tiger Moth is the favourite now. This is uh, Monday morning, $7.50. So fifth
2: start. I can't have it. I just at the price, Dan. It's a Melbourne Cup. You can, fifth ever start, please. Look, like, there was all the talk around the Derby favourite, uh, name alluding at the moment. It was like... Young th- Verta. Young it was Virta. The same, yeah, yeah, same third, situation. Third ever start. Identical situation.
0: Yeah. Uh, mine, very quickly. Uh, this is a race I've actually done well at. Not that you should listen to my tips, but um, I, I have a similar system to you, Joel, but I make exceptions when a horse like Anthony Van Dyke is such an eye-catching performance in the Caulfield Cup perfect it didn't win but it was perhaps the run of the race mm. Prince of Aaron you know Prince of Aaron's going to be there and Surprise Baby as well um but uh, that, I'll, I'll be having a quinella there boxing those up and the same with the Trifecta and and first four I'll be adding a few of the others as well but um um that would be uh, the way I go about it I find it okay easier to do Melbourne Cups in the last three or four years than in previous years, i.e., Sean, I think there's more horses these days you can just get rid of straight away. Mm. Whereas I remember Cups 8, nine, ten years ago, you could make a case for 18 of them to run in the top three. Mm. And Have I got that wrong? Because it just seems like half the field, you you can almost wipe out pretty confidently right now.
2: Yeah. And, Sean, the other thing is that and whether it's this year or next or very very soon, Chris Waller, who just wins everything, he does get a Melbourne Cup at some point, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, you'd think so. It's only a matter of time before he does. But you're right; the last few years, it's all, always been about the internationals, which we don't really have that right. uh, problem this year. So, um, yeah, look, it goes it goes very very deep. It wouldn't it wouldn't shock you at all to see a very big price winner here.
0: Okay, all right. So good luck. And uh, three o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Queensland. And that's when the race is on. So. Yeah, three o'clock. Oh. They've stuck with that, haven't they? I would have Good. thought. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Yeah. I would have thought by now it would have been five thirty or something. But um,
1: that's uh, that is brilliant. So we have you worked out your uh, you worked out the ad breaks for the for the radio show. Shug, sure. how are you going to play it so you can yeah. uh, so you can watch the races? You is can't it live take
2: news it through. I won't be talking. I can tell you that much. I don't care if it's just dead <laughs> air for three minutes. I'm watching the Melbourne Cup.
0: <laughs> uh, just t- no one just. Just take it. Just take it. Yeah. Just take it. Because just and just credit whoever you take it from. Channel Ten, fine coverage. Yep. Um, same game multi for state of origin. Same game multi. What have you come up with?
2: I've gone with the same formula that now the grand final same game multi twenty to one. So I'm yep. going to go Queensland one to twelve. Yes. Brimson to score. Jack White to score. Thirty six dollars twenty five.
0: Wow. Okay. I think we might have a very similar same-game multi. <laughs> yeah, really? I can't. <laughs> wait. The thing I'm looking forward to most about Wednesday is AJ Brimson on that stage. Yep. I think he could mm-hmm. be
2: electric. Yep. Electric. You could also do the same-game multi with Queensland plus eight. I couldn't talk you out of that. Yes. Either.
0: Yes. Uh, so I think we're doing mine here. Okay. And there you go. See, so Brimson oh, wow. and Whiten, but I've gone the over. Oh, that wow. rain worries me. Geez, that's a good price, $12.25. I always think if you think it's a high scoring game, that's when to do the same game multis because mm. then the any times will load up. Have you got one short?
1: I do, mate. Yeah, 13 plus uh, New <laughs> South Wales, me. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all about uh, the Blues, um, left edge. Uh, anyone that wants the same game multi, just stack that side. I think it's going to be all the traffic down that way. So Cordner and Whiten um, down the edge to both score as well. Nine bucks, that's
0: nice. Well, we all need Jack White to score, all right? Jack Whiten has to score. Yeah. Is Branko Lee on him? He'll score, mate. He'll score. <laughs> now, what are, now, you laughed at me when I talked about Kurt Capel last week, mm. and look at he's been
2: mooted as being coming into the team. Oh, no. Oh, no. I know, I know. I couldn't start him in front of Bennett. i got
0: to say, Bennett, has it's masterful what he has done in just, hang on, Xavier Coach is injured. Uh, Philip Sammy's been devastated because he's been... Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. No. You don't have to name a team until an hour before kickoff. That's right. So he's taken the media off his scent. So he's he's played that game right. And you know something? I'm on. I would love to see the state of origin, uh, doco. Okay. I'm on Bennett's side. Oh yeah. I'm on Bennett's side. As much as I would love to see it. Are the players getting paid for it, by the way? Are the, uh, is is Bennett getting paid? Like, that's got to be sorted. You can't just say, well, here you go. We're going to have camera crews now turn up and, and take every move. Mm. That's Bennett's IP, what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. So that's got to be negotiated in advance. I would say do it next year. Do it, uh, you know, work it out. Pay Bennett. You know Wayne likes money. And 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 pay him, pay people appropriately, mm-hmm. and then and then we can and we can plan it properly. Do it for next next year's series, right? Um, the big one, Wednesday after. What a day, Wednesday! What a day! So the counting stops at about midday, the Eastern States in America at eight pm their time. I think oh, eight pm or ten pm. Either way, about midday is when things start uh, getting interesting with the U.S. election. And I would say about 2 o'clock, 2.30 is when it really starts heating up and we're going to get our real first indications. Now, Sean, you said last week the money tumbling in for Trump. Is it continuing to come for the orange man?
1: Nothing has changed. It's all about it's all about the orange man. Ninety percent of the money is on is on the don, and it's been it's been pretty steady. Like it's always been around that ratio for the for the whole time. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if it even actually it goes up in the in the last couple of days. But I think um, I think old Dirty Joe Biden might be a bit of value. It's it's a dollar fifty, and mm-hmm. I don't like to generally tip sort of odds on pops, but. I think Trump's only that price because it's Trump and everyone just wants to be on him, which is probably flooring that price. I think anyone else, it's probably around the, the $5 mark, something like that. So I think the old Dirty Joe might be a bit of value. <laughs> Dirty well, Joe. I, I think it. the
0: fact that um, Trump did this four years ago, and people are wary, and people are ah, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's the same thing happening all over again. Here's the thing that worries me if in terms of Trump, if that's value. Um, 91 million people have already voted, right? That is an astonishing amount. Look, some states, like Texas, more people have already voted now than what they did for the entire 2016 election, including same day, Which and, and the indications are that that favours Democrats. If you like Trump, he's what, what was it, about $2.50, but The last election, he won a lot of states he shouldn't... Well, not shouldn't have won, but wasn't meant to win. It was was won by the barest of margins. And he got to 306 electoral college votes. So, Joel, the game is there's 538 electoral college votes. Popular vote doesn't matter. Every state is broken down and given proportional amount of votes. So, California's the biggest, New York's up there, Florida, Illinois. So, there's 538 available so, votes across the 50 states. So for the layman
2: like me, yes. if California won as a state, yes. unlike what what we have here with our areas, right? Yes, California's worth 55 votes. That's right. Okay. And
0: it's it's first part, it's not proportional, no. it's not 29, 26, yep. you get the most votes in that state, Yes. you win that state. Now, uh, uh, Biden, the Democrats always win California, they always win New York, and they always win
2: Illinois. That always, gets you to how many?
0: That gets you to... Fifty-five for California,
2: um, gets you went, a long way there. Illinois
0: it? is twenty. New York is twenty-nine. Right, okay. best part of hundred. Best part of a hundred. Anyway, I'm bored. Are you still
2: there, Karl? Here's the thing. Here's
0: the <laughs> Just, thing. Here's sorry, the thing. What, have I, what have I missed?
2: <laughs> Last election, Trump
0: got three hundred and six. Yeah. Okay, and that was a phenomenal result. Two seventies, the win. Three hundred six. He's not going to get three hundred six. He's just looking to get past 270, all right? He's not going to win Michigan. He's not going to win Wisconsin. One of those, he's going to lose. Therefore, if he's going to win, he's going to win just $7. That's okay, the, That's the bet. That, if you think Trump's going to – I'm not saying I think Trump's going to win because I don't think he is. But don't take the 270. No, no. Take the $7 for the for – the, and that's uh, Trump electoral
2: college vote, I think, is the <laughs> name of the bet. For those listeners – who who is still with us. Oh, piss, uh, off. Yeah, oh, that.
0: piss. We, we hang the sugar files. You had your yeah, own yeah, graphics yeah, made up and everything.
2: We might have lost them then. Um, basically what he's doing for Rugby League parlours, he's taking the Trumpster 1 to 12. That's what you're doing, aren't you? If he wins, he falls in. That's he what you're wins, saying, he falls again. in.
0: I think it'll be about... Two ten to two thirty
2: nine. I think I think Biden's gonna win this one. I think Biden's gonna win anyway,
0: Trump won twelve. That's that's, it. That's have you got a best bet Sean, for, the, for the election? Yeah, yeah. Dirty
1: Joe, dollar fifty. Get it in your multi. He's, no, he's, no, he's immoral.
0: Sean, how long have you been doing this podcast? We don't accept <laughs> odds on pops for best bets. No, nah, you do it when it should be a dollar twenty. Okay. Here's the bet, Joel. If I win that bet, that $7 bet, I want to be part of the next politics, the, the Hilda Brand and Dastiari and Workman podcast.
2: Yeah, well, you know like, yeah, what? I'm going to was take his tip. Know. I'm going to go dirty Joe Biden yes. to, to be the king into the prince, Prince of Arran, just to get a little extra price here. there. There yeah, you go. Prince gamble of Arran. I'd
0: be very happy Prince of Arran did it. Anyway, yeah. enjoy your day.
2: Yes, uh, gamble responsibly, folks. Well done, Colm See you guys.
0: See you
1: S- soon. See you
2: up here in a couple of weeks. Goodbye.
0: My fellow punters, you can now bet on the U.S. election with Sportsbet. A lot of people have been telling me there's this thing called Trump Hub, which is a tremendous name, by the way, where you can find many, many markets all in the one place. Frankly, it's unbelievable, except for one thing. You can also bet on Joe Biden to win. Fake news, folks. Believe me. Bet on the U.S. election with Sportsbet.